same weekend. <laughs> That's how I feel. Let me tell you, I know I'm easily uh, hyped up by things that Purdue Athletics put out and puts yeah. out, and that's what happens when Purdue Athletics puts nothing out for 20 years and then starts to put out awesome stuff. I get really yeah. excited. So, like the last few years, the whole Let's Play Football campaign is just brilliant in its simplicity. Yeah. And um, the the little video uh, revealing the uniforms. And with the blacked out stadium and then the let's play football just comes across with like a spotlight at the end. I'm like, oh, my goodness. It's really I good. just it's so good. You just hope they don't come out and lose like 48 to nothing because that would really I remember the the year that they had the Danny Hope. Remember the theme? I think his first year when it was like the theme was like one. Oh, yeah. 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 And you said to me off air, I think you said, boy, I hope they don't only win one game. One game. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that can really backfire when you do something like that. Yeah. Um, but the let's play football, and that can be mocked too, because you could argue some games they're doing something else. But uh, let's play field hockey. Oh, are we right. live? Oh, okay. Welcome to the Boiled Sports Predicto. Uh, we're intentionally we, live this time. We're yes. intentionally live, and, and no one's joined. No one's here. You notice that how that works out? So we'll see. Um, so this is the Predicto. In the past, we've done we've been doing the Predicto at the site for a really long time. We don't really know the start date of anything. So I can't tell you how many years, but um, probably I've called, this the, I've called this the 16th season. <laughs> yeah, I'd say we've been doing the Pricto for 25 or 30 years. Yeah, indeed. Maybe 40. Indeed. I'm not sure. Who, who remembers these sorts of things? And um, it usually gets one or zero comments, um, and I don't ever see any interaction online. So, um, And naturally, I was ready to ditch it, and I noticed someone DM'd yeah. the, the BS feed today, Anish, and said, when do you guys usually post the predicto? I'm like, when are you guys listening to my inner thoughts? Because that's a little creepy. And so, that's the that's just the hit of dopamine that you need. Yeah. One, one one person is looking for it. Right. They always say, act like you're reaching just one person when you speak. We are literally just reaching <laughs> one person. What do we do? So, sir, thank you for your interest. This is for you. Um, uh, actually, I remember years ago when uh, Derek Schultz was on the air. Mm -hmm. uh, that was a shot. I didn't mean that to sound like it sounded. But uh, when he had his radio show, he I remember him saying, oh, I never missed the predicto. And I was like, that's nice. I don't believe you, but yeah. that's, that's nice. Those are good words to say. Yeah, yeah. No, no, Greg, the person needs me, not the people. <laughs> the person, not people. Exactly. But Greg, um, thanks for tuning in. Greg, your, uh, your, your presence is always appreciated. Big Nebraska right? fan, Greg yep. McManus. Big, big, big Husker. <laughs> uh, so... We're gonna, as usual, be laser focused. So this is the 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 predicto for Purdue and Oregon State. Anish, did you name this stream perhaps anywhere? Yeah, sure. I did. I used your name. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, the, the, uh, you literally Gabriel. named it the J Money Predicto. No, no. I told him well because when I would write the predicto, I would always try to do the BS predicto, and then I'd put like some play on the team, you know, some play on their name. So yeah. he asked me what this should be titled, and I said the BS Predicto uh, Crushing Beaver. It's an angle. Aspirational. <laughs> it's an angle. There we no. go. Exactly. Like if you ran them over. I don't know what you guys are. Yeah. Well, I, was, I, 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 wrote a, I wrote a headline that I didn't put in for the um, – I don't know if you guys saw. I, I spent an hour watching a simulation from um, – I did see that, and I was going to make fun of you for it. I was right. going to oh, make I fun of you for it. Way too enthused about Saturday, right? Just want to see something. And I was right. gonna say the headline was Boilers Bust Beavers. And that I, works. I, they that do. Works. I mean, I, like, didn't, what, I didn't say that. Certain what I'm saying do. is like our mascot is a train, 
and yep. they're a beaver, and that's beaver. what you that's what happens beaver. when a train runs over. Yeah, <clears throat> well, and, and I think it's fair to say that that there have been more headlines that have not been posted than have been posted. I would say we yes. come up with good headlines during and after every game. That's true. This is true. I don't mean Darren Ravel good headlines. I mean actual yeah. good headlines like that, we, yeah. that we can't Indeed. post. Yeah. Um, so what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> are we jumping right in? Are we going? Yeah, we are. We're, we're jumping right a, in. A tight 15 minutes. Let's do okay. it. Okay. So do you have, Jay, before we go, do you have uh, the other two predictos? Uh, the, our, no. no. As, as sticking true to form, nobody sent anything. I did. No, you, except for you. I didn't. And I'm here. Hey, how dare you? Right. doesn't matter. You're here. Right. So. Uh, Anish said something, but I didn't even read it because I figured he'd be here. So, Indeed, do you want to read my predicto in my reliable. voice like you promised me? <laughs> no, it's gonna sound like uh, the it's oh, I, I, every uh, Jay Money impression somehow turns into Richard Nixon, right? I think it's Jimmy Stewart more. Oh, Jimmy um, Stewart, yes, that's right, that's right. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, my voice isn't well, you got exactly, there you go. You're crazy with your predictions and your, your computers and your turbocharged. Internal combustion engines. I, I like your. You do an impression of say, John. John asks who comes into Ross Age. John you know Frazier. the answer, John. Nobody. Nobody. Actually, sounds like everybody's coming in this time because right. it's supposed to be a sellout or damn near yeah. close, which is super cool and good for you, Purdue fans, for yeah. um, for showing out for this game. Labor Day weekend is you know there's stuff going on. Usually, it's not shocking if you can't fill up the stadium on Labor Day weekend, so that's pretty awesome. Um, and as we talked about during the handsome hour, when everyone's excited, man, it just shows what the support this team would have if they just strung together some exciting wins. Man. Two wins. <laughs> Two even. Correct. Way too. By Dude, the way, who is uh, on the FanDuel uh, national champs list? Like, of you can bet on them for the national championship. Of which course. I find funny. They don't put every program there, right? Um, so Purdue is uh, plus fifty thousand dollars. It's plus fifty thousand. So you just you know, hundred dollars. Hundred dollars wins you fifty thousand dollars. You're so, going. You're you're doing well. It's a good investment. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's that's. I don't see anything wrong. That right. you you also could just donate your money to billionaires who are Purdue athletics. Handle. Yeah, exactly. Or anyone. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's there a, are. It's a better cause. Whatever you give it to, it's a better cause. Yeah. Literally. Buy a grill grate from Derek. Spend that fifty from our friends dollars there. Gridiron. Um, Gridironmetalworks.com. Uh, Martin Vintage. A lot of good friends. A lot of good friends. Supporters AJ's. of the show. AJ's. 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 So, um, no, I don't have other predictions, but I, I am very excited. Um, oh, I I am very experienced with certain positions. Nah, Wait, I, I read that wrong. Hold on. Boyle's voice after dark is off. <laughs> oh, I like how you're going to act all. Oh, my pearls. Oh, my pearls. Oh, my dear. Isn't it hot? My dear. Hot 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 hot? I do declare. Wow. Um, I, do, I do declare. <laughs> I think, oh, I think this is one of those. And how many years have we started the season going, man, I can see two, three wins out of the gate. Like the wins are there. This is one of them. You're at home. September, three wins. This should be one of them. This That's should definitely I mean, be like, one of them. This, If this is not a win, oh, buddy. And ex Exactly. <laughs> and no matter how, no matter how um, much I say that, it's very hard to conjure up a scenario where a Purdue, you know, although, you know, let's look back. Think about what was it? Brahms' first night game over Ohio, right? It was yeah, the one was that was like 
48-20 something. Like that was a no doubter. They scored more than I think you would have wanted them to, but they weren't a bad team. Yes, I think so that team fun was, in that game. Yes. So much fun. Yes. That's what I want tomorrow night. Yeah. I don't care if they give up some points. I don't care if it's a bit of a shootout. In fact, I'd love it to be a shootout because that would show me something. I think you're gonna get your wish. Think so? Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh 38 28. The spread is seven. I also predict Purdue uh, to Covers. take care of that spread. You literally uh, almost picked my score exactly. Yep. My well, I promise I didn't. I promise. I, I what I do is I don't read them if I'm gonna. <laughs> my uh, mine is thirty-eight twenty-one. Sickos only three twenty-one. I like that. Yeah, college football sickos start with the with the line. So talking about the lines, I think that's exactly like the trenches is where it's it's yeah. going to be. Yeah. So when. Oregon State has the ball. It's strength versus strength. Um, it, you know, Oregon State's line is really experienced. Purdue's defensive line pass rush is going to be the strength of that defense, probably. The other side of the ball is going to be like neutral. I think Purdue's offensive line is going to be a line. It's going to be real. Um, but like the, I don't. Oregon State has no pass rush. Zero. They should not be able to touch, uh, like get past the line of scrimmage at all. And that's where it's going to be. If that on paper, if that matchup shows up, Jack the Snack should have a ton of time. That's yeah. it. I mean, like that should be where the game is won, right? Yep. So I, that I, I, is my uh, t- uh, penchant analysis there. Well, I think it's good analysis. And if you base it on what we know last year of Oregon State's defense to do, they would they would give up yards and chunks. They give points up readily. Um, their offense was almost even with Purdue. You could say that's a that puts Purdue ahead because you think the strength of conference is a little bit more. Last year, though, like we said, clown year. We don't. It's hard to judge anything from that. Um, but I think Oregon State's defense is um, uh, is not great. And um, I don't know if you guys have heard their coach being interviewed. It's maybe the most boring football coach interview I've ever heard. There's like no character at all. It's literally like you're out in your yard talking to your neighbor in Indiana who's an accountant or an engineer. No offense to my accountant engineer friends or some of my best friends, but they're not exciting to talk to generally in the yard, right? I hope I – did I do a How good dare job? How one? Yeah, dare that one. you. Yeah. <laughs> that was really, really offensive. Um, the whole point is he's not exciting. Let's think of football coaches. When they talk, generally they've got something, right? Either – you know, you've got some like rough around the edges type thing, or he seems like he's hard of hearing. He's kind of yelling, you know, um, or he doesn't say anything like Jeff Brom. Somehow he's saying tons of words with nothing. Uh, Brom is very, a very boring interview. This guy's somehow more boring than Brom and his te- team. The idea that I get is they just wanted to take a little step forward, get a little bit better this year. Um, and I just don't see their defense making a jump. Purdue made a radical overhaul on defense, which you guys talked about being the key, one of the keys. I think that's absolutely true, um, and that's going to make the difference. Anish, in your scenario, your score, uh, even over here in John Faker's score, right, they're held to relatively few points. Uh, 45-24 would be, a, would be a really fun, comfortable game. Um, we saw last night how weird first games can be, right? Ohio State looked pretty bad at times, and it kept Minnesota in the game. Um, the good news is Purdue isn't jumping in the Ohio State situation. We know what we're getting at quarterback. That's a big deal, that's right? The, yeah, that's the difference again. Another difference. Like that guy was out of sync. He wasn't comfortable. He admitted to as much. And he still threw for four touchdowns, two long ones. And they still win by two touchdowns on the road against the conference opponent. Like right. 
Right. That's the difference. Like if Purdue is that out of sync early, oof, that's and that's what worries me. I think that's part of the why I have a tough time getting comfortable with it because we don't know what this team is yet. It's exciting, yeah. but it's also you have no idea. Um, I, I do How think. How many years Brown, have we come into right. in the last fifteen where we felt like we really knew the team in the first game? Honestly. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. No. I don't know. Fifteen years. I mean, since. I mean, since, since I think we knew. Left, we, we, I think we knew those last couple Tiller teams what you had. I think you could predict those pretty well. Like, because one of those, if you go back, if you arbitrarily want to go back 15 years, one of those was that really terrible, like eight and five team that lost at Hawaii, I think. Right. Where you're like, you know, there's no excuse not to win 10, but man, they're so unimpressive in general that they won't and they didn't. Um, And you knew the last year wouldn't be good. So I think those were it. But you're right. Since him, no idea. No idea. And maybe, maybe years three and four of Hazel. Yep. Mm Kind of knew that wasn't going to be pretty, right? So right. your your point is right. Like it's it's who whoever knows. But let's go back to predictos and niche. What is your That's predicto? Right. Thirty eight twenty one, and I breaking news. Have received Mr. Michael's predictos. Oh, that was nice of him to indeed. I have a bad feeling about this season. I'm reading, quote, right. quote, quoteth Michael. Also, Jeff Brown's teams always look awful in weeks one and two. And I told him, this is on the record, buddy. So he's continuing to type a message, but his predicto is Oregon State 27, Purdue 17. Wow. See, I, I think that's really, really bad prediction. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm being clear. Um, just because Purdue doesn't get held to 17 points unless it's raining. Right, they just and it's good weather. It's it's gonna be seventy two and clear, my friends. Like it's gonna be nice. It, it it's gonna be maybe the best weather of the season. Not much humidity at that time of the evening. It's gonna be great. Um, I cannot wait. Uh, I think I think our pal is his his negative vibes, bruh, are are just overtaking his brain. Would you like more negative vibes? Yeah, keep please. them coming. Okay, the offensive line is terrible. The defense is full of question marks, except for Carlos. Offensive line is terrible now. There's no, no clear stand standout no. quarterback. And while I was glad that Plummer got the nod, he's coming off of injury and will likely have made and will likely have to make a lot of plays with his feet. Michael, so if you're here to defend yourself, do you know many? Uh, what what was the uh, completion percentage for Jack Plummer last year? That's it. crickets, crickets, because Seven, he is not 70%. here. He completed seventy percent of his passes. So I th- I think pretty if, good. If if Oregon State were uh, like profiled as a different team again, like right. their profile is like some every a, a the exact kind of team that Purdue should beat. Like on paper, these teams match up. Oregon State is not really that threatening. They're not a, you know, the offensive line shouldn't have to worry about any big pieces, like, you know, uh, pass rush pieces. The cornerbacks are exactly cornerbacks. You know what I mean? Um, and the def- on defense, they have a good line. They have a decent running game, but it's not like they are they have any kind of identity or threatening, you know, yeah. any kind of the offensive line. And right. while Michael does say that, you know, COVID masked, COVID allowed us to, I think he was saying COVID allowed us to, you know, make excuses for what may have been a legitimately bad team last year. Um, Like, I do think that on paper, this should be a win. Now, while 
I am, uh, you know, while I am sympathetic to Michael's, um, you know, his his pessimism here. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, again, all logic would say that Purdue should win this game comfortably. However, I, sometimes logic gets thrown out the window, and I understand. Yeah, I, I, I just I, I look at a lot of things. There's some great points over here on the side. Greg and uh, Ultimate Boiler both talk about the uh, improvement of the offensive line in different ways to me. Hartwig being a year older, um, he's a sophomore now. He was very, very good as a freshman, right? That's a big deal. Um, I, I, can't, I can't tell you how important I think Tyler Witt is, though. I just keep saying this, and I think you're going to see it. I think you're going to see him destroy somebody tomorrow night, like pull and just go through somebody. I, and I'm not kidding. Like I am really excited to see this guy play. So um, I think the offensive line does get better because of that one additional crusty, rusty, trusty veteran, um, not rusty, um, but very, very grizzled veteran, a guy who I think has just big capabilities. And he's that here's what teams need. Trusty, okay? crusty, rusty, grizzled. Yeah. I love yeah. these. Yeah. There's yeah. They're all coming right from the sleeves. I have no sleeves. Um, but here's what teams need that are going to be good. You need personalities, I think. I'm not kidding. I think they keep things loose when you get tight, you know, when, when the game gets tight and when it feels like you got all this pressure on them. I think you need those guys in the huddle. I think Purdue's lacked some of those personalities, but I see some of them coming forward. Wit is one of these personalities. I think it's going to be important. Um, yes. Um, and um, – uh, there's also, uh, I think, I, the importance of the tight ends. I said this to Jay on a on a sidebar oh, conversation. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think these these tight ends are going to be huge tomorrow night because the safety valves are going to be as important as ever. Because that's an that's a really good thing for an offense to help getting in, to get into sync, right? These tight ends are really good for Purdue, and I think they're gonna they're going to put Oregon State in a position where they're going to have to make some decisions to bring linebackers up the field and guard them, and then that frees up the outside a bit, which is nothing but positive for Wright and Bell. Um, I think you got to put Dylan's comment up for those watching the live stream. Um, he's impressed oh, with yeah, facial hair. I can. Uh, that was that was uh, from a while ago. He was making a, somebody on here was making a point, so I didn't want to interrupt them. But uh, thank you, right. Dylan. I just I just want to. I just we're I great. Just, we're really great. <laughs> so um, I haven't heard from Dave the Enigma. So I know. Does Michael know? That Karloftis and David Bell are still on the team. I don't think so. <laughs> Karloftis, I have to believe is is hungry for a big season. Uh, uh, I have to believe, like and Mitchell I know across from him. I mean, like Mitchell also. Oh, know, like, yeah. The only thing Mitchell, the, the the only knock on him right now is that you know people saying he was a little bit out of shape, right? I, I know he's he's a monster on game day though. He's one of those guys that's so much better on game than practice. Um, so I think he'll do big things, but I'm really, I mean, if you could have both those guys ready right away out of the shoot, and I just don't know how, uh, if Mitchell's going to be hundred percent because he's only been practicing for what, eight, nine days. Um, but Karloftis, I'm expecting huge things. Even guys like Jack Sullivan. Um, I, I, I think he's going to do something big and, um, clog the middle and help Karloftis get free a little bit up. I mean, I'm, I'm really in this game specifically, okay, I'm not the whole season. I, I'll stand by what I said the other night for the season. Um, but let's see, you know, Cam, Cam Allen or Mitchell or Trice. Um, I, I, I don't, yeah, I, I, I think Graham and I think I mentioned them, these guys, Jay, specifically in my 
blurb mm-hmm. that I sent you that I'm, I, I think that if Carl Loftus can do what I think he's going to do, he's been very motivated this offseason. He's in very good shape. He's going to be strong. He's going to have, uh, he's going to be ready to hit some people that he doesn't like. Right. So if you can have him just make the quarterback uncomfortable a bit, that opens things up, of course, for Graham and Allen and Trice all to do some things and start breaking on the ball. Um, Oregon state has some solid receivers. I don't think they have a guy that's a world beater. I tried to study up on this and find information on that. If you guys know, um, you can tell me, but, um, yeah, <laughs> Comment there. this is true too. Um, anyway, and uh, Michael has been, uh, he's been mostly roses and lollipops in the last couple of weeks as we've gotten close to the season. So this is surprising to hear this. It's out of left field. Exactly. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm shocked and stunned. So I think the, uh, the brain trust at bullet sports, such as it is, uh, I think cautious optimism is probably the right word. Like, I think everybody feels like it's going to be a good night, but we've watched enough Purdue football to know that that can turn so fast. Yeah. But you will be there. Correct. After you circle the state. Yep. Uh, for your various activities. Um, so everyone swing by, rub Boiler Dad's head for good luck. Yep. That's a welcome. very funny he thing. I don't it. know if you saw on Twitter, uh, We there was a, a Boiled Sports fan who said he saw me. I was on the curb talking at a fast food restaurant. That's Ready. never not. That's never not a strange feeling. Well, did you have? Were yeah. you passing out pamphlets? You. Were you passing out pamphlets? And were you? Did you have one of those giant billboards on you? Always. That's what I. That's what I do most. The sandwich board. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, by the way, uh, just for all those that in tuned in, uh, Jay's Knuckle Cam is uh, is still brought to you by Gridiron Metalworks, <laughs> and uh, we we thank Derek and Paul and company for uh, for Knuckle Cam sponsorship. I think that so we got uh, three of us on here are uh, you know are uh, cautiously optimistic. Michael is uncautiously pessimistic. <laughs> I, think right. could, yeah. I think we could safely say. I think that's um, fair. And uh, yeah, I think either way, it's going to be a beautiful day tomorrow. It's oh, back. Yeah. We're back. Oh, yeah, and it's going to be a night game. They're going to be in the All Blacks. It's going to be great. Any any surprises that you guys see coming, positive or negative? I think it will be positive surprises. I think we haven't been used to seeing a a competent uh, Purdue team because of the year from hell last year. Yeah. And so I think we actually see a return of competence. Uh, Can I get a hot take from each of you guys? George Karloftis scores a touchdown. Yes! Yeah, I was actually going to say a defensive touchdown. But ah! I, we That's can, why I jumped in ahead of you. Exactly, <laughs> we can do that. Um, okay, I'll, I'll give a hot take. Uh, and I, I sent this to Jay, but I'll say I'm just going to round up a little bit. Plumber, 400 yards. Wright and Bell combined for 200 yards. Woo! Let's get wild. I Let's like go. it. And it's not crazy. Not crazy yeah. at all. No. That's, yeah. That is, that's kind of a warm take, isn't it? That's not. No, no. I, I think I, I, I'm getting I'm feedback. Getting uh, I don't know. I don't you have me off mute, mute there, Anish? No, you're now muted. You He's muted. Yeah, doubt it might be on your end. Okay. No, no. I well, I was just hearing myself coming back through. I was just asking, you know, our producer on the other side of the glass about, uh, you know, to to you know get my levels evened out. Um, uh, oh, Greg asks if George scores, is that actually a fat guy TD? No, I no, don't think so. He's not fat. He's, he's like a lineman scoring right, a touchdown. Right. Um, I, I don't think. I don't think we can count that. So let's ask this way, Greg. Would you accuse George of being fat to his face? 
No, wait, yeah, but would you? I would not. For it's, it, there are certain other members of the uh, Purdue football history that I would also not, but they would objectively be fat guy touchdowns. But the big fat guys you can outrun, actually. George, no you could chance. not outrun. No Let's chance. Be clear. No chance. Clear. I'm not. I'm, I think no, I'm young no. knees. I'm not doing this. Anyway, any right. we uh, we are uh, at a tight 24 minutes. Anything else? <laughs> Perfect. We nailed it. Beautiful. Cut. Print. Thanks for joining us. Uh, maybe this will be the new format. We'll all get together on th- Friday afternoons because none of you want to work on Friday afternoons anyway. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, yeah. All right. It's been a pleasure. Love you guys.